Hi, welcome back to Fiona and Jack Radio. I'm Fiona Murphy. I'm Jack Diaz Doherty. And this week, or last week in classic punk rock, we uh, said that we were going to do 20s and 30s. So this is a decade episode versus a genre. Yeah, I guess, yeah. There's so much to cover, so I think we're going to start with one of your songs. Yes. Um, I'll let you explain. Yeah, I mean, just a little bit about the 20s and 30s. Um, in the 20s, the music industry really started to form and begin. Um, jazz was, you know, a major, major component to the beginnings of these music. Um, it was hyper-emotional patriotism after World War One, and that's kind of what propelled a lot of these bands to gain a lot of fame. I mean, it was the Roaring Twenties. That was the time of mm-hmm. the Flapper and Art Deco. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, I started with my first song is Ella Fitzgerald and uh, Louis Armstrong, Dream a Little Dream. Um, classic. Classic. Both very, very iconic figures of this time. Um, Louis Armstrong was born August 4th, 1901 in New Orleans. Um, he died in July of 1971. He was 69 uh, in Queens, New York. And he's, I mean, most known for, of course, his trumpet. Yeah, best trumpet player of all time. Best trumpet player, and his vocals. His yeah, he sounded so, like no one else. I mean, absolutely so recognizable. Mm-hmm. Anyone can recognize yeah, his anyone. vocals. Um, recognized for, again, scat singing, which is, you know, the genre. And Ella Fitzgerald, who was born uh, April 25th, 1917, in Newport News, Virginia. She died in June, on June 15th, 1996, at age 79. Yeah. Um, I think she is one of the best voices of all time, for men and women, Absolutely. just oh. yeah, she's she's above the rest in my opinion. Jazz voice wise, it's just oh yeah, and no. You, just, you can hear it in the times too. <clears throat> yeah. um, the twenties and thirties have such a distinct voice pattern. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Um, but yes, so she died uh, at seventy nine in Beverly Hills. Um, our producer was talking to us, and he actually said that she, I didn't know this, but she had a pretty tragic death. I think she. Um, she suffered in her final year. She lost her voice and both of her legs. Yeah, terrible, diabetes, terrible. Which is just <clears throat> really weird. I did not know that. That's a horrible way to go. But, mm-hmm. so yes, um, I did. they did a duet together. Um, the original song, Dream a Little Dream, was created in 1931. Um, but yes, so we'll play that song now. It's Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong, Dream a Little Dream of Me. above you Night breezes seem to whisper I love you Birds singing in the sycamore tree Dream a little dream of me Sit nighty night and kiss me Just hold me tight and tell me you miss me While I'm alone and blue as can be Dream a little dream of me Stars fading but I linger on dear Oh how you linger Still craving your kiss How you crave my kiss Now I'm longing 
to linger till dawn, dear. Just sing this. Give me a little kiss, sweet dreams, till sunbeams find you. Sweet dreams that leave all worries behind you. But in your dreams, whatever they be, dream a little dream of me. Bad, 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 Yeah, I'm longing to linger till dawn, dear. Just saying this, sweet dreams, dreaming till something's fine. You keep dreaming, gotta keep dreaming. so good their voice as an instrument is like i know nothing like it but i think we're gonna move on to one of my songs mine's by the the legend that is django reinhardt um (laughs) he was quick history if you don't know who he is i understand but if you're if you're a musician if you're a musician you play guitar and you've done some history on it you know who this guy is he's belgium born but he was french um guitarist and composer of romani ethnicity but yeah, he's like probably in the top three guitar players of all time, depending on which way you swing if you're a guitar player. But um, he's by far, in my opinion, the greatest jazz guitar player of all time. I think a lot of people can agree with that. I think not only is he incredible, but the fact, I don't know if you know this, but he, um, his fourth and fifth fingers were paralyzed what? when he suffered burns in a fire, and so he only used two fing- his index finger and middle finger to play Wait, on all of his solos. To strum or like... To, to play, not to strum, to, to actually play. Oh, I know, I know, so uh, people don't understand that when they hear it, but it's true, he's, and he's still maybe the best guitar player of all time, but another thing cool about him is like, all of his compositions are probably, you know, he has about 12 songs that are all jazz standards now that, you know, any jazz band across the country in high school, college, or pros play. So, um, yeah, he was born in 1910 on January 23rd, died really young. He was 43 on May 16th, 1953 in France. Um, But, yeah, the song I picked is probably his most recognizable. It's the biggest standard of them all. Can I ask you what uh, what the difference is? I don't know this, Mm -hmm. like jazz guitar oh that's that I mean, we could do a whole episode on that right, it's but it, like just is it the guitar difference is it like it it has hard for me to yeah i don't know well, I don't listen to enough it's jazz, to... g- jazz guitar it depends a lot on the band around it too okay. but since r- django he was so recognizable his guitar we're, style are we talking 
big band? No, this is his... I'll get into this. The song I picked, Minor Swing, the original recording was done by the uh, quintet he was in called... I'll do it in the American version because I don't want to screw it up. It's the quintet of the Hot Club of France in 1937, which is what he recorded this with. And it featured him, uh, Stephanie Grappelli on violin. She was incredible. Um, Yeah, and then Joseph Reinhardt on guitar, uh, Eugene Vies on guitar, and Louis Vola on bass. Um... Oh, and I'm sorry, I said she earlier. Stephanie Grappelli's a man. That's my fault. Um, but yeah, he is incredible. Um, but yeah, I picked um, I picked Minor Swing, uh, originally recorded in 1937, but he, uh, Django, throughout his career, recorded it a lot of times. But the original one was in 1937, so that's what I picked. So here we go.
um, I mean, this is to an untrained ear, of course, for yeah. like specific guitar stuff. Mm-hmm. But that sounded almost like it had like a ta- the Italian yeah, and I layer that's of, like, definitely I it no, but like yes, I understand yeah. where you're coming from. No, it's just but yes, it's I'm like definitely it's just the European vibe, and he kind of became known for that, which. He invented a new style of jazz guitar, right. and a lot of people call it hot jazz guitar, which has just become a staple in gypsy jazz. But um, yeah, that's that's Django. That's, that that's and that song was a lot less heavy on his guitar playing and more heavy on what he composed. So which that I, would be called gypsy jazz. That's him. That's Django that's Reinhardt. Okay. That's what he created, which you know influenced jazz forever. But right. mm-hmm. so moving on. Moving um, I did. My next uh, artist, musician, is um, Cab Calloway. Uh, he is probably one of the most just famous musicians of the 20s and 30s, mostly 30s, uh, simply because mm-hmm. of the song. I think we that really influenced a lot of American culture in oh, general, yeah. which uh, which was Minnie the Moocher. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that song, and yeah. that's the song that I'm doing today, but that song later became the opening song for the late Betty Boop character. It was in so many commercials, really popularized, made him millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, again, that's uh, Cab Calloway. Uh, he was born on Christmas in 1907. Solid birthday. And, yeah, and he died in 1940, er, 1994, which is actually incredible. It's weird that all these, like, all these kind of people that you think that are so old died in like 1994, which is kind of a modern time, mm-hmm. which is weird to think about. But so yes, um, Callaway was the master of energetic scat singing, um, which you know can be seen through Louis Armstrong and stuff yeah. like that, and led the U.S.'s most popular big bands, um, mm-hmm. which I we don't have today anymore. No, it's a crying shame. It, it's a crying <laughs> shame because. God, his performances with that huge band behind him were just yeah. incredible. And what year did you say this was uh, out? He was most popular in the mid-1930s. Okay, yeah. But the song, I think, was 1934. Okay, That's, cool. That's uh, Minnie the Moon Cheer. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to play that now. Very influential song. Um, this is uh, Cab Calloway, Minnie the Moon Cheer. <laughs> story about Minnie the Moocher. She was a low-down, huge-coocher. She was the roughest, toughest, frail. Minnie had a heart as big as a whale. Heidi, 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 ho! Heidi, 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 ho!
and his racing horses. Each meal she ate was a dozen courses. Had a million dollars worth of nickels and dimes. She sat around and counted them all a million times. Hadi, 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 hadi. You win. You know what I notice is that a lot of this, a lot of this era's music, and I don't know why I'm thinking of this. I think just the song made me think of it, but is used in a lot of Woody Allen movies. Well, because he is like a jazz enthusiast. Like, all of his movies incorporate all of that. Right. Um, but, yeah, so that was, uh, yes, that was Cab Calloway. Um, but, uh, yeah, next we have... Jack's we have Benny, Benny Goodman. Benny um, Goodman. Yeah, he, I mean, there's, if, you, if you're a jazz fan, you don't really, you, ha- you can't really say much else. He's literally known as <laughs> the king of swing. I just crack up at that. Um, He's uh yeah he's a, he's I mean I don't really know how else to talk about him he's clarinetist and band leader, um, born Benjamin David Goodman uh he uh born 19, uh, May thirtieth nineteen oh nine, died June thirteenth nineteen eighty six he was seventy seven, um, and I'm picking the song Sing 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 his version, which was originally uh, written and composed by uh, Louis Prima. In uh, March 1936, but I mean, honestly, Goodman's version is probably more is most famous of that song. He recorded it in um, on July 19, uh, July 6th, 1937, um, in Hollywood, and he played lead clarinet on that. Um, well, you were telling me before this started um, that it was very common to what was it called to have a lot of quote unquote covers of the, it was like well yeah just standards they, yeah, these songs like become standards and standards which and it, it's not like now where if someone you know uses a part of a song it's considered kind of gimmicky and unoriginal it was very like it was the genre respected, respected it it's, it respected itself the genre respected itself so it was okay for a guy like Benny Goodman to cover a song because people knew what he could do with it or you know, if that makes any sense, so... Right. no, definitely. They had a lot of... And that's why you hear so many, like, you know, Louis Armstrong has done so many standards, but he's made them better, and, like, same with all of these guys, and so... And he got famous for making them better. Exactly, so... And, like, the chances are that if you heard a song, it's probably by one of these guys who did a, a different version, but... So, yeah, I picked Sing, 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 um, so I think we're gonna go with that. Awesome. So I think we're gonna end with it. Thank you. 
that because it's just such a classic. Yeah, it was this is just such a typical like thirties jazz. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like it captures the whole the whole time, the you know, the vibe, everything. So well, it's yeah, really, it's really funny because a lot of the music when I was trying to find music for this sounded so grainy and so mm-hmm. chordy. I don't even know, but um, it's because you know they came from these victrolas, yeah. which was like those huge wind up, mm-hmm. not even record players yet, with the huge like brass horns and yeah. stuff. Um, and each record was like two pounds, mm-hmm. so playing music was. <laughs> a chore. Yeah, it was. But um, so I think we've come to the end. We have come to the end. Um, next week we're probably gonna hit you guys with a genre. Yeah, probably. We haven't decided yet. But we haven't decided yet. Um, we'll tweet it from RJ Media what our genre will mm-hmm. be next week. And so. our personal accounts. But and um, our personal accounts. Um, so just keep watch for that. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>